Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back. We are live again for Tinless Tuesday on the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast, where we dive into all the NRL Super Coach news for Round 14. It's what we call a mini buy round. And we are proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. I'm your host, SC Matrix, flying solo today. Uh, so I'll need plenty of questions to keep me going. Um, drop your questions all throughout the show and I will try and get to every question. Um, anything about round 14, uh, the guys that are missing the round, uh, Origin, who we think's going to back up, who we think's going to win Origin. Um, Please support the show. If you are watching us on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please hit follow and leave us a review. As always, there's a lot to cover. Um, We've got big ins and outs for Supercoach, uh, which will, of course, depend how tomorrow night goes uh, with Origin coming up. Uh, We're going to talk through the most bought and sold players as we do every week. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a chat about my trades and captains. Um, look, last week, um, my score and rank, I scored 992, uh, which was top 7% for the week. And I've moved into the top 10,000 with 9,408. Um, look, uh, here at the show, we're big fans of the standard squeeze. Um, I'm drinking out of my four and one at the moment. And, uh, yeah, just got to shout out the guys. Um, they've been really helpful. Like every week, if you are our squeeze of the week winner, um, you end up taking away some of these bad boys, um, which make sure that you pour the perfect drop, um, which is great if you are having a drink, have to drive afterwards, and, yeah. Our squeeze of the week this week goes to Brendan from the Roosters Sombrero. He scored 12-18, and it should be worth noting that he is the first I've paid attention to with having a team 
value of above 15 million, which honestly fits his name of the Roosters sombrero. Um, we do also have a change of leader in the group. Uh, it's back to Tim, the coach of the lane train. All right, guys, let's get to a couple questions. We've had Ray Crane. He had a ripper of a week with 1108 um, and popped into the top 6,000. Um, and, yeah, it looks like he's got some – oh, he's got one very popular trade option, and he is looking at Junior Tupo via Jules. We'll look at that one later. Um Sounds like um, old Joey Tapp's cousin is looking at throwing in the towel. I actually think he had a pretty good score of 959 with 13 players. Uh, moved up a couple ranks, and he is in 737th. Um, yeah, look, Theo's not going to turn the internet off because we're doing the late nights with Matrix tonight, and he has been asleep for about two hours. Um Good to see we've got a couple Tessie new fans. Um, you know what? In a couple of weeks, you're about to be a Tessie old fan. Um, and Shots is popping on. Look, we can just get straight into the ins and outs. Um, we have, we of course have Origin tomorrow night. Um, so a lot of these questions are going to depend on how tomorrow night goes. We do know that Origin is probably the most... I would say almost one of the most brutal sports out there. Once uh, once they get out there, everybody wants to have a win and plenty of injuries happen, even a niggling injury. And I think some of the coaches will just pull the pin on their guys, uh, ride the week out. And look, when you have a look at the reserves, uh, the coaches are preparing for that. Um, and the biggest ones in the Tigers and the Raiders, um, Hudson Young is named to back up just two days after Origin. May have been forced by uh, Ricky Stewart with uh, Corey Harawira Naira, um, obviously not being named after that traumatic injury that we all witnessed uh, last weekend. Um, so watch this space. Um, there could be somebody else that comes in. I think they're obviously a little bit thin there with Harawira Naira. I think Hudson Young wouldn't have been named if Harawira Naira didn't go down. Um and Seb Chris has actually been named despite that knee injury last week. Um, yeah, pretty surprised there actually to see it. But they didn't have a lot of options because they are sitting out club legend Jared Croker. Um, he's out to play his 300th game at home in Canberra next week. Um, yeah, so they want to have the big celebration in Canberra uh, with Jared Croker. And, yeah, they don't want him to have that celebration in Campbelltown. I know Brano's... Um, I suppose a bit disappointed there. He's was going to go down and watch it anyway. He still might. Um, we can see that in the most traded out, uh, why Jared Croker's trading out. He has sort of topped out. Um, you wonder whether blokes like Savage and, and Seb Chris might actually push Jared Croker out long-term. There has been speculation that he has sort of wanted, I suppose, to play out his 300th game and Canberra have wanted him to do that. But, Jared Croker's coming off his best game of the season last game. So um, I wouldn't be sitting him if I was um, if I was Ricky. Um, I'd just be playing there and then still having a big celebration in Canberra for his 305th game. Um, Nick Cocktrick is named in uh, for Jared Croker. And, um, yeah, Tigers are pretty much 1-17. to 17. Um, They're back in Appy to come back and play for them. Um, Saw Eric has a question around halfbacks. He's currently has Moses um, and Hines. Unsure what to do if Hines doesn't back up 
Uh, he's going to have 17 without a half, um, and he's going to need to offload Bird. Look, I'd be happy to play Hines. He's coming off the bench, and we don't exactly know how many minutes. I definitely wouldn't be putting a trade in today, being Tuesday. I'd just wait and see how Origin goes. If Nico's going to back up, I'd like to think you've got Moses for the buys, so you're going to be holding him. Um, and if you didn't use, you know, that money for Hines in the seventeen, oh, in the sorry, in the thirteen, it was the seventeen because there were some glitches in the thirteen last week. Look, I think you've sort of got to hold Hines. Um, maybe you've only got. 17, 18, so your AE is not going to be too bad. Look, I would be looking to hold Hines through. Um, he's going to play. He's going to play. Um, BKP 130, is Robson to Little too sideways? And that's in about 180K, um, and it's for a backup hooker, and he has a negative break even. Every time he has played over 50, he scored well. 73 average in four games over 50 minutes. Look, I don't hate it. Um, I actually like Robson's, I suppose, games through the bye period. He's coming off 77. Uh, you've probably coughed a bit of a loss in Robson. I'd probably be looking at who else you have there. I'm looking to hold Robson through the bye period. Um, and I might even hold Robson for the rest of the year. When he's got some... I suppose Robson still played pretty well in a disappointing Cowboys team. Um, of course, being a hooker, he's, you know, getting those defensive stats. He's getting that base and still being pretty good. I haven't been disappointed with uh, Robson, even though I've copped the loss on him. But I think he's just too good to go. I wonder if Robson to Little's a little bit of a waste of a trade more so than sideways. I'd say some people are moving from people, Little's, I suppose, price to Robson still, um, which makes me think, hey, look, um, maybe I should just hold on to Robson. Um, Jake Turpin is a buy. Um, I hate it. I actually fucking hate it. Um, Yeah, Jake Turpin's not a buy. Um, Look, Brandon Smith's still not back. Um, Jake Turpin will – they might even just play – Drew Hutchinson or somebody else there. Um, it's only that they're really short this week. I would not probably ever get Jake Turpin in my team. Um, look, I see another few questions coming in. I really like it. Um, so I'm going to go through the Warriors and Dolphins, and then I'll drop back to a couple other questions. Um, I'm pretty excited about this Warriors lineup, actually. Um, they were a bit disappointing on the weekend. Um losing to the young Broncos, um, Wade Egan, Dylan Walker, and super coach favorite, one of my favorite players, Mitch Barnett, named to return. Um, I've been holding him in draft for a little bit, um, so I'm pretty excited to see him back. Dual position, front row forward, second row forward. Um, look, I wouldn't go very early um, on Mitch Barnett because you just got to see how he goes. But he's going to be a watch. He's somebody that you could finish with as your second front row forward. I wouldn't be playing him in the second in the second row. Um, but if he is your second or third front row forward, you're going really well. Um, I'm hoping he drops a little bit of cash still. I'm trying to save some trades in my front row. Um, I just hate burning trades in my front row because I like to look for upside. Um, but Mitch Barnett is probably one of the guys that uh, is an exception to the rule. Um, Hammer and Tommy Gilbert's getting rested. Um, we know that that's something that uh, that Wayne likes to do. Um, 
yeah, look, they've they've come out and named that they're getting rested, not even um, on an extended bench or anyone anywhere, so we won't see them. I will get to see a bit of, I suppose, the Dolphins' depth um, with some blokes like, you know, Mason Teague and VTWs coming on the bench, which is actually pretty bad for Supercoach. I'm I'm feeling like I dodged a bullet on VTW um, because he could again genuinely come on for that. The, that eight minutes that he come in for last game and yeah, just stunt all that cash generation that he was going to make after that first game. Um, look, yeah, there's, there's Mark Nichols and a few other blokes. Ray Stone's going to get some big minutes. Um, I'm probably expecting a big game from Jeremy Marshall King. Um, look, I think Milford's still a bit of a trap um, because I think they prefer Cody Nicarima there. Even though Milford played really well last game, um, I think once Hammer comes back in, Milford will drop back to the bench, stunting all that cash growth again. Um, Jackson's noticed that Robson's done nothing all year and still averaging 60. That's sort of the way that I feel about Robson. Um, You know what? He's not too bad in picking up some attacking stats. He just hasn't uh, because the Cowboys haven't really fired this year. Uh, Let's just wait and see what happens. Um, I think I sort of answered Mr. Callio's questions. If I own Katoa, would I consider a trade to Milford? Look, I would have to have a lot of trades. I don't hate going Katoa and then going into Milford, um, you know, knowing that he's going to make some money and then trade again to Hines. I'm just sitting here with 19 trades at the end of this week, thinking that that's not something that I would be able to do. I'm sitting here with 23 trades, um, working out that road to Nico. Um Kellyo, you've probably got a similar idea to me. I would absolutely froth being able to go all the way from Katoa to Nico, um, but I'm probably going to find some other ways. I'm probably just going to leave Katoa there. Um, it hurts that he's got a break even of 71, but I just, he's got a, a 60 in him. He could even score that against the uh, New Zealand Warriors. They weren't that impressive last week. Um, like we saw blokes like, you know, Billy Walters and um, and obviously Reno and a few blokes like that score really well last week um, on them. Um, the other hooker is JMK, um, looking for a cow to make the coin. I much prefer going Robson to, Robson to JMK, uh, even though I consider that a luxury trade. Um Let's step into the second game on Saturday, Titans versus the Rabbitohs. Um, And the most important thing out of the Titans camp, I suppose, is Fafita and Tino. Uh, They have been named. Of course, that's going to depend how tomorrow goes. Uh, We know Fafita and Tino are going to be in and amongst it. Um, And probably very similarly to uh, blokes on the other team, like Cameron Murray and Jai Arrow, um, they are going to meet on the um on the night tomorrow and yeah we'll just see how that pans out uh campbell graham is named and it should be worth noting that latrell is not i genuinely believe that latrell would be playing origin if he could um so yeah i'm not surprised to see him not named this week uh black taff uh named again at fullback i don't really hate it um he's been you know what he's a really good backup uh there um, Jaden Campbell's named at the six. Thanks, Rodders. And um, Keanu Keeney is named at fullback. And again, it's just going to be one of those watches. Um, 
you know what? A bit of smoke and mirrors there. Um, we all expected AKP to drop out of the team, um, but of course Titans haven't been going real well, um, so they're rolling the dice and having another dig at AKP. I actually really like watching AKP play. Um, you know what? He got benched uh, last game. We're not really sure the circumstances there, but I suppose realistically he's a try-scoring machine. Um, I've traded him out. I'm not looking back. Um but yeah, you could definitely get on him for a double at um, any time. Try scorer there. Um, anything else to cover in that game? Um, look, mainly you're just going to be looking at those Origin players, see how they go. Uh, we're hoping. Oh, I suppose I'm hoping from a super coach standpoint that Rabbitohs can bounce back. Cody, Cody Walker's coming off a 67, which is probably one of his worst games. Um, that I've seen him play this year, um, but he just makes things happen. And Keon Kalamatangi uh, will stay a watch for me. Um, we'll pop in and see if we have any trade talk. Um, we're talking about Bird to Karaz. Um, as you'll see in my trade talks, I actually like anyone to Karaz this week. I believe Karaz has bottomed out, um, and he's a guy that I'm going to be looking to come in. Uh, thoughts on 370k, uh, Suwali. Uh, thanks for popping in, uh, Mana. I think the way that I see it is Suwali is 370k for a reason. They haven't been using him this year. I actually dropped him in draft. Um, I have not been impressed, and anything that I've seen hasn't really told me that Suwali's going to get, you know, a little bit more of a go. Probably on the outs there. I get the feeling at the at the Roosters, and he's not a guy that I'd be looking at getting in. Um, the Roosters haven't been, I suppose, playing very good footy at the moment, which doesn't help it. But until I see more from the Roosters, until I see them use him a little bit more, until I see him probably get a double or something like that, he's not somebody that I'd be looking at. Um. Jacko Tarpany, um, if he's looking to win a head-to-head league, uh, how many trades would you want after round 20? Look, I'd be looking at 10 to 12 um, because you're going to want to make some of those trades last minute uh, for matchups. Um, and, yeah, you're just going to be playing your opponent every week, obviously. It's a head-to-head league. Uh, and sometimes you're going to have to burn those trades. I'd me playing overall mainly, I'm going to be okay with 10, um, but I'd probably be looking at getting 12 if I was head-to-head only. Um, Steve-O's popping on. Uh, good to see you again. And there could be a lot of resting this week, uh, Lyle. Um, we are going to pop into the Sharks versus the Broncos name. And I know I touched it on it a little – oh, touched it. I know I touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, Nico's been named. Um, it's a bit hard to see his role in the Blues team. Like – I could move to that hooker role um, and Nico could be playing 60 minutes. I just don't know. Um, and I suppose this is how Origin's going to go. How Nico goes in Origin is probably going to depend, um, you know, how many minutes or if he plays. I think the Sharks need him to play, so he will be playing. Talakai is back, uh, which is good. Um, you know what? He could be a really, really nice pod um, heading into these these buy round, I suppose you could call it, this being a mini buy round. Uh, Talakai is currently 640K with a five break even. Um, so expect him to uh, to push up this week. Um, what else do we have? All the Origins cohort, all um, I think there's four or five of them, are named to play again. I suppose it's going to depend how the, how the game goes. Um, 
Corey Oates has been named on the bench. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a watch this space moment. We'll just see how um, how Corey Oates goes. Um, he's had a bit of injury trouble this week. I wonder if he's not 100%. Uh, the Broncos have been going pretty good uh, with their current wingers. So, yeah, I don't expect them to, to push him in. Um, I know that his health is going to be integral. Let's have a look. Uh, Campbell at... Five eighth is going to hurt for feeder. Yeah, Kieran Foran has been great for feeder. Kieran Foran has been good for that whole side. Might even hurt um, AKP out there as well. Um, Campbell Graham's a bit more of a ball player, probably somebody a bit more like a Joey Manu, uh, which I know we're going to touch touch a bit later. Um, so yeah, um, I definitely agree with you, Steve. Oh, in the next comments, he doesn't pass. He'll be a running five eighth. I do really like Cody Walker. Um, as a captain option this week, um, especially playing against the leaky Titans. Um, they've both, they've lost both games since they have sat AKP out. I suppose that is why he's going to be coming back. I suppose they know that they're going to leak points with AKP here, but he is, I think he's still the fourth highest try scorer this year. And he just sat two games in a row. Um, Steve is going to be happy to wait on Karaz. Um, it's just not something I'm really keen to um, to antipod. I know he's a base stat beast. I'm happy to play him every week, and at 450k, I'm really not going to find anything else. Um, PK Parksies, uh, thanks for popping on, mate. Um, looking to move Preston to Nicara. Look, I don't hate it. I really like getting Nicara in. Um, I like his attack. He has been one of the premier second rowers this year. Um, Probably more look at some of the other guys that you've got. Um, I've just been impressed with Preston every time I play. He just keeps getting uh, – every time I play Supercoach, I suppose, every time I watch a game, he just keeps getting these attacking stats. And um, as long as they keep going, much like Nikara, um, I don't really see a reason to move him. I think he's got a break even of 36. I'm going to talk about my trades a bit later. Um, they don't this week uh, include Nicara, um, but if you have a couple of those other guys, I think that they're probably better moves to Nicara. Um, Lyle's question um, goes directly to the Roosters game. So let's just lead into the Roosters and the Bulldogs, which is the first game on Sunday. It'll be good to have a few extra games this week um, in Supercoach. I'm sure everybody... Everybody will uh, enjoy the extra couple games being on. Um, and it'll be the Roosters versus the Bulldogs. And I'm not really sure what to make of this because Roosters haven't been really good. Bulldogs haven't been really good. Uh, we've got a few guys from the Roosters coming back. Um, yeah, probably expect the Roosters to win. Um, Joey Manu's named, uh, which is great for owners, especially now he's got that dual 5'8 uh, uh, center wing. I'm currently playing him in my center wing. I think 5'8's a bit too important when you can just you know what you've got eight spots seven spots in the um seven spots in the center wing i'm going to be playing joey manu in there and every week that joey manu's played i'll be naming him um there's going to be a reshuffle there um nat butcher and jared warrior hargraves have been named to start uh, which pushes Matt Lodge to the bench. Um, Nat Butcher's, of course, named because of the suspension to Victor Radley. And if you look at the doggies, um, Ryan Sutton will start if TPJ doesn't play. So TPJ and Fox have been named to play. I wonder with some of the injuries to Fox, him only just coming back, probably wouldn't expect him to back up. Um, but, you know, follow us on Twitter um, and find out a little bit closer to the game. 
Um, Harry Edwards is off the bench again, which I'm not overly worried about um, because we saw him play great minutes off the bench last game. Um, I think there's a lot of cash gen still there uh, with Harry Edwards. Um, he's currently my fourth front row forward and um, and has a negative break even. If you haven't got in him, I don't think you've missed the boat. But just remember, um, just be aware probably of making too many trades in there at front row forward. Now let's see if there's any other trades and chats and questions that we've got. Um, Lyle's sort of saying that Rooster's struggling. Eels and Sharks have been very leaky um, and makes a very good point. Talakai, 653K, five break even, and he's 1% owned. He's actually an excellent pod to get in there. Um, and Steve's going to look just outside him to Ronaldo. Been averaging 70, bombed a lot of tries. He's absolutely due. You're correct. Um, Jimmy's wondering if I would sell Latrell. Honestly, with the question marks over his injury, I genuinely believe that he would want to. He looks like he loves Origin. Uh, but he looks like he wants to play on the biggest stage and he can't play this week. I wonder if he was 70% fit, he would still be playing Origin. I'm a bit worried about his injury, um, not because I've got any inside oil or anything about that, but if I had Latrell, it's a lot of money sitting there through this buy period that I could spend elsewhere. Uh, Robbie Starr's going Asako or Nikara. As someone that got Asako last week, even with Hammer and Tommy Gilbert out, still scored really well, um, still kicking. Uh, let's expect Dolphins to score some points. Warriors just let in, what was it? 28 points against the Broncos. Um, he's going to get those base stats. I would probably go Asako, um, but I suppose it depends, you know, do you need to bolster your second row forward? There's been, I'm pretty happy with blokes like Billy Smith, you know, to play blokes like Billy Smith. Um, like Karaz is probably my sixth center wing at the moment. I'm not really looking to bolster that position uh, where I'm a bit, I suppose, uh, weak at second row forward. I suppose it just depends what you need. Um, but me personally, I've won a Sarko and, yeah, I'm not looking back. Very happy. Um, we've got a bit of captain, uh, vice-captain chat, which I will get to my decisions a bit later. Rodders has got an interesting question. What do I think of Josh Papp? Doesn't play Origin anymore. He's already got Tarpany. Um I really love Tarpany. I'm not 100% sure that they do directly correlate, uh, but I wonder if once all the troops get back, you're probably not going to see that from Josh Papp. He really got up last game, looked fantastic. Look, it's a bit spicy for me where I'm sitting, but maybe if I was sitting there in the 30th, uh, 30,000th, 40,000th, and I was rolling the dice on a few guys, yeah. hey, I started last year with Josh Papalihi and nobody had him. and he was actually great. I held him till the origin period. So um, Steve has a really good point that Nicker plays 13 of the next 14 weeks. Very good point um, if you're looking to play him every week. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking like I've got a bit of depth at the moment. And, actually, it's quite refreshing when somebody's got a buy or somebody gets gets sat out and, you know, you can pop someone in. Like this week I'm playing Karaz sitting, sitting Ruben Garrick. And I actually can't get Billy Smith into my team against – a Bulldogs that have let in a fair few points. Um, he's somebody that I'd actually would like to play. 
Um, so, yeah, I wonder if you're sort of getting to the point where you don't need those guys to play, I suppose, every week. Um, and it's a little bit of, um, yeah, rolling the dice there. Shots has some really good questions. Uh, would I prefer Johnny B or Karaz or Harrison Edwards and Nicker and Mulatalo, either of these two? I really like um I know Braino and um and Phil um who um who is a friend and fan of the show um really like Johnny Bateman. I actually really like it. He's got that attacking upside. Uh the Tigers have looked really good and I think he's a real pot at the moment. I really like getting Karaz in. I'm a bit wary. There's a lot of teams that I'm seeing that if they get Karaz in this week, um, which again, top trades in, one of the top trade-ins this week, he's going to be one of my trades. The Bulldogs haven't been going that well and you're sort of holding five Bulldogs. Um, yeah, so I really like Bateman. I really like getting in, you know, I suppose maybe Nikara or Mulatalo. Sharks can score a lot of points. Um, I'm just wary, and I suppose it depends on your team. And slide into my DMs and let me know um, what your team's looking like. But just remember, if you're holding a few of these doggies, you know, a lot of people are still holding Reed Marnie, myself included. Do you really want that many players from a team that's been underperforming? It'd be like, I suppose, having five Cowboys players at the moment. Doesn't really excite me. Um, yeah, I do really like the Nicker ad, probably over Mulatalo at his price. Just with the floor of Mulatalo. I'm just a little bit worried that, you know what, one week he's going to roll out with a 14, Talakai's going to score 120, and, uh, yeah, you've just done your dash. Um, Ali, thanks for coming on to the show. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to have a beer. My throat hurts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jackson Tarpany. Oh, every good discussion is going to happen with your Broncos fan, right? Uh, Tony Staggs actually does not suck at football. Um, Tony Staggs just sucks at Supercoach. Um, if you watch him play, he gets out of the line, puts a lot of pressure, and causes a lot of mistakes. Just doesn't really translate to Supercoach points. Um, he's just one of those, like, nobody wants to be defended by Tony Staggs. And I suppose in a well-rounded team, you really need some guys like that. Um, I'm a big Tony Staggs fan from an NRL standpoint, but not really from a super coach standpoint, I got burnt last year, lost a bit of cash, sold him before he gets some double tons. Cause when you do have a guy that talented, 
He's going to have those games where he scores big points. And I know that he's sub 400K at the moment. If you're looking at getting him as your sixth or your seventh center wing, I don't hate adding Katoni Staggs. He's he's a talent. And he's only 20. I said he was 23 last game because when I looked, um, when we did our Broncos co- um, podcast earlier on in the year, he was only 23. He's 24 now. He's still young. Um, he's just a defensive center. And we need that because... Herbie Farnworth has got a lot of upside. Uh, we've got Selwyn Cobo outside. Uh, we've got Corey Oates that runs like a second rower. Um, we don't necessarily – we've led. We've had a lot of wins this year. Uh, we don't necessarily need Katoni Staggs to, I suppose, score those Supercoach-relevant scores. Steve is seeing a lot of Sharks, Dogs, and some Tigers players. They missed round 17, so need to make sure you don't load up. Yeah, I'm not saying too – I suppose they're looking to get in those Sharks, Dogs, and Tigers players. I think this round is definitely a lot harder with how many teams have, you know, three Manly Sea Eagles if you're holding like your Gerbo, uh, your, your Turbos, your Garrett, your Schusters if you're holding Burbo. Um, there's lots of Eels players out there with Moses, Dillbags, um, Jermaine Hopgood. Um, yeah, look, Guthos. Um, I think that there's a lot – of people that are in trouble this week, more so than round 17. But, yeah, definitely something to be aware of. Let's pop into the Cowboys and the Storm. The last game, um, it's at Country Bank Stadium up there in Townsville. Um, And Lolo's still lurking on the reserves. Um, But an interesting one, Jeremiah Nanai has been named to come back on the bench. Uh, that's an interesting switch. Um, Hylam Luki and Luciano Leilua have really impressed me, um, and they're holding their spots. Um, you know what? I actually really respect that from Todd Payton. Um, Jeremiah Nanai, Rookie of the Year last year. Um, fantastic player. Um, got a lot of attacking upside. He could be somebody that we keep an eye on. If the Cowboys can put it together, and they've got three really tough games coming up. Nanai coming off the bench. Mate, we could be seeing Nanai at 400K at some stage. And you know what? That's a risk I would take uh, to play him on matchups, uh, much like, you know, Katoni Staggs there. As long as he is like your fifth best second rower, he's somebody I could really see adding into my team. Um, Jack Osushki is also on the bench. Um, and this is even with Talagi, Val, Cotter, all named in the reserves, not even in the team. Um Look, um, yeah, if you've got um, Gashuski, uh, it's time to move on. Storm are 1-17 to 17, uh, with both their Origin players named to come back, um, which was sort of expected because, look, Harry Grant's coming off the bench. <coughs> Might play 40 minutes, um, probably tops. Um, and, yeah, Cameron Munster, they just need him. Just remember, Cameron Munster has had some rib issues, though. So... If he does get back, and he's tough as nails. Honestly, he's tough as nails. You could sticky tape that man back together and he would want to play. Um, but just, you know what, if he comes out after a few hits, if I know that he's got um, dodgy ribs at the moment, you can guarantee Freddie knows. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be taking some hits there and he just might not be um, might not be able to back up on Sunday. I guarantee he's going to try. But, yeah, let's see how we go. Um Let's have a bit more of a look. I'm seeing Sharks Dogs uh, with limited trades. Uh, Robbie Starr's looking to bring in keepers and sees Sako as more of a keeper than Nikra. Again, both those high upside blokes. 
Um, Nikara has had a tremendous season, much like Hudson. You know what? Nikara is the Hudson Young of this year. Um, they just keep t- keep going to that side. And as long as he keeps doing it, I can see him going. But, yeah, definitely not a must-have this week with that 75 break even. Uh, Troy, thanks for hopping on again. Slid into my DMs a bit earlier today and believes Herbie's better than Staggs. Um, Herbie definitely has a more super coach friendly game than Staggs. He's not a better player than, than Staggs. I sort of expected him to go away from Herbie, maybe a little bit more with Herbie moving on next year, uh, but definitely reflected in him not popping back to fullback, uh, which he has stated is his re- uh, preferred position. They're just sitting there. Um, they're just sitting there, pop, leaving him in the centres. Uh, he's a great centre, uh, but just remember he's moving on next year. I really like Herbie. Um, I really like Herbie as a as a pod, um, and I know, Troy, you're looking to make up some spots. Maybe blokes like Talakai, Herbie, um, you know, some of these one percenters um, are blokes that you should be looking at getting in and try and really rise the ranks, just rolling that dice. Uh, fading a few of the blokes, um, hoping that they have some some poor games. Um, some most bought and sold, and some of this is from this morning. Um, Karaz, 10.7% um, coming in. Hey, I don't hate it. I will be looking at getting Karaz in this week. Buller, I definitely don't think that you've missed the boat. Um, but yeah, look, I don't expect him to score 120 every week. That was an absolute bloodbath. And Steve has a good point. Um, he missed the Buller train. I'm just going to have a look at Buller's break even. I don't actually think the ship has sailed on Buller. I think he's still got a fair bit of money to make. Um, and just the way that I watch him, he's just got a lot of talent. He's got a negative 26 break even. I definitely wouldn't say that the ship has sailed. Um, I would be, again, like the 5% of people that I see there are looking to get Buller in. I don't hate it. I see him as a really big stepping stone to uh, one of these origin fullbacks uh, once he comes back. Uh, once, sorry, they come back. Probably looking more round 20 for those blokes. Nikara, we've spoke about him plenty. He's the third most traded in bloke. Um, Asako, 718K. It is a lot of money for this bloke, but he just, again, fixing my mistakes. I didn't get Asako earlier on in the year, and he just keeps scoring and scoring, and the Dolphins keep rolling. They love going to that sweep on that side, and Asako's been finishing. He's goal kicking. As long as the Dolphins are going well, Asako's going to be going well. If the Dolphins start stringing a couple losses together and maybe only scoring those 12, 18 points a game, uh, that's when I'll look at moving him on. Oh, Horsburgh, I suppose that's a direct uh, correlation to, I suppose, his big score on the um, on the weekend. Um, you know what? He's scoring tries. Uh, don't expect that every week. I did actually really like him 80 minutes in that, um, I suppose, that um, second row role more so. I really like Tarpany playing more minutes at lock as well. He still runs hard, uh, still turns, looks for the offload. Um, yeah, I really like the reshuffle for Supercoach. Um, Horsburgh, 620K. I wonder if the ship sailed there. Um, you're sort of chasing your losses there. Uh, Dylan Edwards, 805K. I'm presuming that's a big trade from... Who are you going to get if you're trading Luttrell out? Uh, you're not going to want somebody for Origin. Um, look, yeah, Dylan Edwards, somebody that would come in. Uh, Flash, I need a drink. Not much of a talker, really. I'm a bit of a, you know, the strong silent type. 
Uh, Meany, 692K. Um, I've bounced around a few people in my DMs looking at getting Nick Meany in this week. Hey, I don't hate it. We haven't really got any news on Ryan Pappenhausen. And if I'm being completely honest, Nick Meany is a bloke. You could get in now. He's goal kicking. Um, the Storm only have a couple guys in origin this year with Christian Welch not getting named. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate Nick Meany, especially being a fullback you can play in centre wing. They have been like gold this year. Um, Walker, 786K. Look, last week was the was the week to get him in. But, hey, um, chasing your losses, let's get him in at 5'8". I don't hate it. I moved on him last week. I moved Nico on for him. Sami uh, Saulo, um, 251K. Look, I I think you're sort of trying to outthink the room. If you're happy to move to a guy that you could sometimes play on matchups and just sit there, I just don't really see him as a stepping stone to, to too many other people. I don't want to burn a trade to get him in. I don't want to burn a trade to get him out and nuff him, even if it means Payne Haas later. I just don't think he's going to go up that much money. And uh, VT Dubs there at... Uh, Valence Tavare, sorry, uh, VT Tubbs for short. Um, at 200K, I really think just being named on the bench, I just think that he is going to not get the cash generation that everybody hoped. But certainly, if you had him, yeah, you just got to hold on to him. Um, Troy is keeping Val Holmes, um, rolling the dice, and he's happy with Drinky. Honestly, Drinky was a great move last week, and he hasn't had that really low score that he had in him last year. He was a bloke that I was sort of looking at um, when he had that 5'8 eligibility last year. I kept him for most of the year last year. And to be completely honest, I don't hate Latrell to drink water this week, um, even though he's not in the most bought and sold. Um, Isaiah Katoa, uh, 344K, uh, break even of, I believe, like 70. Um, yeah, I understand moving on with him, but I do think that he can just score 60. How much more cash is he going to lose? He's 344K. Um, I'm going to be holding him until I make a big move in halfback. Um, Croker isn't playing this week. Um, 422K. I think he's sort of topped out there, 6% owned. Um, you know what? If you do hold him, expect him to, I suppose, get up for his 300th game. Um, but yeah, I definitely understand with him not playing this week. You're sort of holding him to play a week like this. I understand the trade. Uh, Lucky Miller again, 613K. Yeah, you need to get that off. Really lucky that he didn't drop cash last week by not stepping on the field. Luttrell, again, I understand the nervousness of the injury that he's got because he would be playing Origin if he could um, and would come back to burn us Queenslanders. Uh, yeah, I understand getting off it because, you know, he's going to be missing all those origin rounds um, and doesn't look like he'll be backing up if he's got some injuries there. Uh, Gutho, 651K. I don't really understand this. I don't really understand what has traded uh, from Gutherson. You got him to play these buy rounds. He is leaking cash. He's 650K. Uh, he's going to have a high break even. I just don't really understand. I think whoever you're going to from Gutho is probably going to be sideways. So yeah, I'd be I'd be looking at Holden Gutho if I owned him. 
Ford, 497K. I'll have a chat about him a little bit later. Garrick, 700K. That's a direct correlation of him not playing this week. Turbo, 666K. Again, he's not playing this week, but last week was probably the week to move him. Of course, he wasn't going to play last week either. Um, Gashuski, 410K. He's peaked. It's time to get rid of him. And Val, um, I think last week was probably the week to get rid of him, but I do understand if you're going to use that money better elsewhere. Uh, what are we looking at? Coates is under 400K. Hey, man, if you want to roll the dice with Coates, there you go. He's 300K. I definitely don't hate it. Um, he's an origin talent. Um, he's an absolute beast. Uh, just be aware you've got to ride the highs and the lows and maybe play it on matchup. Um, in our Discord server, which is probably a good time to bring it up, I've got the um, I've got the link a little bit higher in our Discord server. Arson Dragon actually lets you know where the points are leaked against each team, and I've actually had some a little a few wins on the on the punt using these stats as well. And just knowing who to play out of those, you know, your sixth and seventh center wingers, um, I'd be I'd be logging in. Looking at these stats, and when it looks like that side is going to be scoring a lot of points, I'd be playing him. I could play Coates a lot of weeks like that, but just remember, you got to, I suppose, get the uh, get the highs and the lows there. Uh, Troy Vickers, hey, big balls going Ponger over Walker again, dice rolling. But yeah, I understand in the position that you are at, um, I would be doing exactly the same. Uh, Nathan Cleary is the Pat Mahomes of the NRL completely understand it who's the justin herbert let me know in the comments uh big charges fan here um we do actually chat about nfl also in our discord server um who else are we looking at um storm seemed to be going right through hughes katoa and warbrick yeah definitely see that but of course that is why you're getting a talented man like xavier coates for 300k um jackson tarpany I believe Jacob Preston is a sell. Oh, sorry. I think he's a keeper, but he will be a sell coming in. I think once you look at some of these origin players that you're going to get back, that's the point I'll look to get Preston. Definitely not a sell with a 36 break even. Uh, He just keeps scoring, keeps scoring tries. Um, Definitely, again, Steve sort of answered the question a bit lower. You guys are as good a super coach as I am, of course. Uh, but yeah, not a keeper, but definitely once Origin finishes, I'm going to be looking to get some of those Origin players back. Um, let's have a look at vice captains and captains. You know what? If I'm feeling really spicy, I could go. I could see myself going Buller, um, but we'll probably find myself going CNK at the vice captain. Um, and I just really like Cody Walker against the Titans. I wonder if whoever I vice captain, I'm going to have to see a massive score to loop anyway. Uh, still getting 17 uh, players. I just really don't want that AE this week. Not that I've got too many AE nightwares. There's maybe a Billy Smith or something rolling out with a 20. Um, I'm not playing Harry Edwards this week, even though I wouldn't be scared to do it. Uh, probably find myself playing Christian Welch, perhaps. Just think he's, you know what? He would be disappointed. Um, he's a competitor. He would be very disappointed uh, in not making that Queensland Origin team. I actually expected him to get picked. Um, so, yeah, expect that. And Troy, thank you very much. Uh, 
I don't hate the uh, VC Asako. I wonder if I'm just – maybe I'm just trying to outthink it. I think I'm trying to zig while some others zag too because I, ca- I vice captain Asako last week and was really happy with it. I just wonder whether a lot of other people are going to um, are going to VC Asako again this week. And again, I'm looking to move up with a little bit of a um, with a little bit of a I suppose a pod play. CNK too much of a risk for HIA. Yeah, but he's my vice captain, not my captain. If I was straight seeing him, I definitely agree with you. But I'm rolling the dice. If he plays 80 minutes and gets out there on the front foot, um, and I suppose the Warriors don't have the outs that the Dolphins play. Didn't really show last week, but legitimately, um, I like CNK more than Asako this week. Uh, my trade thoughts. I'm getting Karaz, and I'm going to use Jules either to move Hosking or Ford. Um, I love Hosking Bates base, but some of the red flags have popped up with both these players in the last couple of weeks. With a break-even of 86 and 66 respectively, um, it's going to be a tough decision as I try not to trade anybody out as they're playing the Dragons. Um, Hosking is, of course, playing the Dragons this week. Yeah, I just... Honestly, I just really find it hard to trade out Hosking, even with an 86 break even. I think I'm probably going to move Jackson Ford uh, to Karaz. Um, I would like to save an extra trade so that I finish the week with 19. I know it's boring, and I know it's boring um, Supercoach chat when you're doing a podcast and people are really chasing all these trades that you want to do. But I think Karaz is must-have this week. And I'm really happy to move on either Hosking or Ford for this. Um, yeah, um, but not that I really see him as super must sells. I'd love, like, if I had an extra couple trades, I'd probably trade them both out this week. Uh, but look, when I'm trading in some guys at second row forward, I'm probably going to want some of these origin guys. Um, Troy's looking to uh, bank up a bit of cash. Um, yeah, going to use some of that Nico hindsight out there. Um, yeah, I really like the IPAP trade, Will. Um, he's thinking of going Lukey to IPAP. I do reckon that's a good idea. I do see either Lukey or Leilua, maybe even both, losing some minutes to Nanai. I don't see them losing a heap of minutes to Gashuski there. But, yeah, I don't. Leilua hasn't played for a little bit, so I wonder if those Nanai minutes are going to go that way. But I could see them both dropping some minutes. And IPAP, again, is a talent. But just remember, he has lost 300K because they haven't been using him that much. And basically, all of his points have been base. Um, Robbie Starr's got some big plays. Uh, he is going Asako, VC, and Cleary, C. Um, anyone relying on Cleary could be taking VC score reluctantly. Understand that. Um, Steve believing Hosking will play big minutes in the origin period. Again, big minutes, hopefully, playing against the Dragons. Even that 86 break even, we've seen him cover that. Um, Eli Katoa. Can I convince you to not bring him in for Jackson Ford? Honestly, I can't. I think it's a really good play. I think the Storm always play really well through the back end. Look at the last seven games that the Melbourne Storm are going to be playing. I really like getting Eli Katoa. And again, while not must-sells, I do think Jackson Ford's starting to leak some cash and I'm also looking to move him on. Hey, maybe you've talked me into getting Eli Katoa. Who knows? Um. 
Storm played the second last game of the week. Don't want him to be a laid out. Look, definitely not. But you know what? If you've prepared, and I know myself, I've got 19 players playing this week. Wouldn't really worry me if I missed Eli Katoa this week and uh, and he rolled through. Um, look, I think, um, look, flying solo. Post in any questions that you've got. But flying solo, I really think I did really well to get 50 minutes out of this. Um, really good point, Mr. Callio, of a three-break even for Eli Katoa. Hey, I could be talked into Eli Katoa, guys. Keep it coming. Um, Cardi and Bird to Karaz and Asako. I really like it. I really think just I can't remember your exact position too, uh, Robbie, but genuinely Cardi and Bird are guys that aren't as well owned as Karaz and Asako. I definitely Karaz after this week. Just remember you're going with the pack. I'd want to make sure that I'm in a really good position just to keep rolling uh, to rolling through. Um, look, I'm going to be looking at a few spicy pods. And, of course, I'm getting Karaz as well, and I got a Sarko last week. I do really like the trades. Um, but, yeah, um, just remember you're going to have to have a few pods. Otherwise, everybody's team is going to start looking a little bit similar, and you're going to look to make, um, I suppose, step forward. Uh, Matty, for a pay rise, honestly, I'm just going to enjoy this beer right now. Thanks, man. Um not sure if there's any more questions coming in. Um, Jackson's ranked 737th. Doesn't think that he's close to winning. Genuinely, man, like at 737th, a few good pods, and you could really make that step forward. I'd, I'd be looking at making, having a dig at the 50K. You obviously do the research and, and come in. I wouldn't be um, just focusing on head-to-head unless you've got, you know, you've burnt all your trades and you know that you've got some real roughies coming in. Um, Harm Sele to Eli Katoa or Ford to Katoa? Let me just look at where I'm at with Harm Sele. I really like Ford to Katoa. Honestly, man, love it. Um, let me just look at Sele. 406K, uh, you've made 90K with a 43 break even. I'd go Ford to Katoa. Um, Sele looks to have a good role in that Rabbitohs pack. Um, there's a few guys that are going to be playing Origin. Maybe they don't even back up and Harm Sele gets more minutes. Uh, Ford to Katoa is my preference out of that. Uh, but, yeah, don't come crying when uh, when Ford scores 70 this week. Sipley to make more dollars than Harry Edwards. Would have got him last week if didn't grab Harrison already. Again, man, like we're splitting straws here. Um, not looking to move, I suppose, make too many trades in that front row forward spot. Sipley did look really good and definitely understand what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, look, wouldn't be trying to get too spicy with front row forward there. Uh, where I am going to be looking to make a move, uh, probably my second row forwards, uh, my center wing. And if I can finish, I suppose, the year and get in Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines, Dylan Brown, I've currently got Cody Walker. With some of the buys that Cody Walker has later on in the year, honestly, if Kem Munster is fit and healthy, if I can walk Munster, Dillbags, Nathan Cleary, and Nico Hines, I am going to be an extremely happy man. Well, um, yeah, would definitely bring in Buller now with a minus 26 break even. It's not too late. He's 450K and is an absolute talent. 
Um, Robbie has Ramey and to kill him every week. Um, unlucky there. 550 to 650k second row forwards look stacked with options like Kolomitangi, um, Tarpany, Horsburgh, Bateman, Ipaps, and Katoa. I think getting this second row forward 550k to 650k correct could make and break your season. So, yeah, just have a look at some matchups. Um, I got Kolomitangi earlier and got a little bit burnt. I'm a bit scared of the draw with the Rabbitohs, especially missing that late game in the year. But when Kolomitangi uh, bottoms out, and if I can move on a bloke like, I suppose, your Hoskins or your or your Ford or if Jacob Preston's topped out. But just remember, Kolomitangi could still get pulled into the Origin team. Um, SPK's popped on lace. Um, oh, thanks for popping on. I tell you what, I'm going to need a beer after this. Uh, the old throat. I tell you what, uh, it felt... I think it felt better after Magic Round, to be honest. Um, Troy is looking to finish the season, I suppose. Oh, it currently has Manu, Ponga, Hines, and Cleary. Uh, Dillbags of Walker to go south, fingers crossed. Yeah, look, I just think if I've got those four big guys, I'm going to make my pods in the, I suppose, have my pods in second row forward, uh, wings and centers, and maybe even fullback because I'm still holding Reese Walsh there. Um. Look, yeah, genuinely um, not getting too spicy myself. But, yeah, Manu, Ponga, Cleary, and Hines. I wonder if you're going to be looking at some point to get another 5.8 in, whether for cash generation or something like that, and moving Manu back down a bit later on. Um, yeah, again, Steve, head-to-head. Rabbits have that buy in round 26, which is what I'm scared of with Kolomitangi. And, honestly, might stop me pulling the trigger on Luttrell throughout the year. I might just watch every Rabbitohs games with my eyes closed and hope when Latrell scores tries, that's Cody Walker who passes it to him. All right, guys, I am going to wrap up the show now. Um, it is 9.54. I just scored probably the best eight points uh, in B-grade basketball you've ever seen in your life. So um, I'm absolutely knackered. Thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, you are listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Cheerio.